Hello again. This is Chapter 7, The Closet That Wasn't There. Mac was a curious kid. When Miss Mush served chicken fingers, he asked her how many fingers a chicken had on each hand. After lunch, he played basketball. Besides playing, he was also the self-appointed announcer, describing every shot, every pass, and every dribble. Jenny finally told him to put a sock in it. Only then, when he stopped talking, did Mac remember that he'd left his catcher's mask in the cafeteria. Mac liked to wear his catcher's mask for all sports, including basketball. He was a curious kid. The cafeteria was on the 15th floor. Mac found his mask right where he had left it, but by then, it hardly seemed worth it to go all the way back down to the playground. So he continued on up to the 30th story. And there, just outside his classroom door, was the most curious thing that Mac had ever seen. Next to the wall was some sort of giant closet. It hadn't been there before lunch. But that wasn't what made him curious. The closet was wrapped up in heavy chains and locked with a giant padlock. Mac moved closer. Behind the chains, he could see double doors with a steel bar clamped across them. Several signs were taped to the doors. Keep back. Do not open doors. Danger. Call the fire department if you smell something unusual. Mac sniffed, but all he could smell were chicken fingers. Behind the chains and the steel bar, each door had its own lock. He could see two keyholes, one red and the other green. He put on his catcher's mask just to be safe and tried to open one door, then the other. They wouldn't budge. He tried to peer through the keyholes, but they were too tiny. He knocked on one of the doors. It seemed to make a th- be made of thick wood. Anyone in there? He called. There was no answer. He knocked again and then pressed his ear against the side of the closet. Still nothing. What's that? asked Dee Dee, coming up the stairs. Mac shrugged. Dee Dee read the signs aloud. Keep back. Do not open doors. Danger. She tried one of the doors. I think it's locked, said Mac. More kids made it up the stairs. Each one stopped at the closet, read the signs, and then tried to open the doors. Terrence kicked the doors. Jason rattled the chains. Look, it's one long chain, he determined, wrapped around four times. What do you think is inside, asked Leslie. Snakes, said Paul. He was afraid of snakes. Spiders, said Rondi. She was afraid of spiders. Monsters, said Allison. She loved monsters. What if it's Mrs. Gorf, guessed Calvin. Everyone shuddered. Mrs. Gorf was the worst teacher they had ever had. Give me a boost, said Mac. Jenny cupped her hands and Mac stepped up, first onto Jenny's hands and then onto the steel bar. He gripped the top edge of the closet and tried to shimmy up. Get away from there, shouted Mrs. Jules, all of you. She had returned from the teacher's lounge only to see the children hanging all over the closet like monkeys. Mac, get down now. Mac tried to hop down, but his foot got tangled in the chains and he fell onto his back. Oh, I think I broke my tailbone, he complained. You're lucky that's all you broke, said Mrs. Jules. What's inside, asked Terrence. Never you mind, said Mrs. Jules. Don't you children know the meaning of danger? 
You are not to go anywhere near my closet. Don't look at it. Don't even think about it. It's not there. But I can see it, said Max, still lying on the floor. It's not there, Mrs. Jules insisted. But no if, ands, or buts, said Mrs. Jules. Everyone shuffled inside the classroom. Mac was still on the floor. He stood up and adjusted his catcher's mask, which had become cockeyed when he fell. He took one last look at the closet that wasn't there, then walked into the classroom, more curious than ever.